The McElroy brothers are not experts, and their advice should never be followed. Travis insists he's a sexpert, but if there's a degree on his wall, I haven't seen it. Also, this show isn't for kids, which I mention only so the babies out there will know how cool they are for listening. What's up, you cool baby? It's familiar, but not too familiar, but not too Welcome to my brother, my brother, and me, an advice show for the modern era. I'm your oldest brother, Justin McElroy. I'm your middlest brother, Travis the McElroy. I'm your sweet baby, 30 under 30 boy, Griffin McElroy. Uh, disturbing, disturbing brother news. Hey, y'all, y'all heard about this story? That's hey, uh, yeah, yeah Tommy, so that's Tommy. Hey, have you heard this one before? Hey, yes, so you heard this story. Uh, what, I heard this one what in the news. What voice are you doing? Yeah, it's, hey. me, it's me, uh, Jeremy Leno. Doesn't sound like Jeremy Leno at all. No, it's uh, me, Jeremy Leno. You, you heard this story, yeah. Paul Gosar is a congressman in Arizona, and um, he is running for re-election against uh, a, a Mr. Brill. And I believe it's a doctor, a, do- a doctor Brill, doctor, if you will. If Which doctor Brill sounds like kind of like um like a mid '90s Sierra like adventure game, like the doc- the mind doc- the mind puzzle island of Doctor Brill, <laughs> Doctor Brill's a- prison of puzzles. I should also say, uh, after I saw what we were about to discuss, I did a quick search on Paul Gosar, and he seems to fucking suck. Yeah, so, he sucks the so- sucks the moon right out of the sky. Yeah, but he, I think we could all agree on this one. He is the victim. Well. <laughs> I think in this one he's the victim because what we have in this one is Dr. David Brill gets six of... <laughs> Travis and I knew about this. Justin is coming in hot. He literally just watched this video. Hot, so and it's the that's... most savage thing. If you haven't watched it, look up. Just just Google Paul Gosar is not working for you long. Uh, and I think it's long version, not like some weird... Uh, Not like uh, ever long. <laughs> yeah, yeah, ever long. Um, but anyway, they get six of this fool's siblings to come in the commercial and say that he's an idiot. And like, yeah. we get to dunk on him. Six brothers and sisters, six siblings to come on and say, hey, listen, you know my brother? He's a dipshit. He and sucks. you really shouldn't vote for him. He sucks the moon clean out of the sky. Take it from me. They, and they don't, the good part is, the good, good part is, they don't reveal who the people are versus <laughs> just like, uh, the, for the first person's like a medical worker. And then somebody's like, uh, a coach or something, and then somebody's like a private investigator. What? Why? Why, why, why is his opinion guy? important? Yeah. And then it's like, my name is Bill Gosar, and it's like, oh shit, <laughs> it's dunking time. Yeah. So here's what I want you guys to promise me: uh-huh. promise that no matter what a fucko I turn into. Sure. Let's just all promise that we'll never do this to each other, please. Do you Absolutely mean specifically not. this thing? Like specifically, that specifically if- appear in a campaign ad against for Doctor Brill for Doctor <laughs> no. Brill. See this, is, and this is this is what I'm coming at this from. Is I'm afraid that Doctor Brill has gotten a rush, a high off of this incredible go go back and watch the ad if you just watched it and then look at his face and his his wife's mm-hmm. face there at the very end it is fucking decadent their little their little yep. look i think that this is the biggest rush this dude's ever gotten yes. and now all he's gonna want to do is pit siblings against siblings in public av- in public venues so do you think he reached out to them or do you think they reached out to him? Because either way, I really want to hear that phone call of just like, hey, you know how my brother sucks? Do you want me to do a commercial for you? Oh, I don't think that's necessary. No, no, no. We already shot it. We already um, shot it. Get up in here. It does raise the question. Did this guy call one or two, <laughs> one or two things happened to to poor Paul Gosar? Who sucks? <laughs> Who Either sucks he shit. sucks who sucks shit, but is really the victim here on this one. Who <laughs> just got I, 360 dunked on so hard. He got 360 no scope by six siblings all at the same time. It's I, one of two things happened. Either Dr. David Brill 
got a phone call as like, hey, it's me, Dan Gosar. You know my brother? I fucking hate him. You want <laughs> Let's roll. Let's roll. Let's, let's do this thing. You got the camera. I got the words. Let's and do this, Dr. baby. Dr. David hung up the phone. He's like, that was fucking weird. And then immediately his phone <laughs> rings again. <laughs> Hey, it's Greg Gosar. Fuck my brother for real, though. Let's go. Let's I, do it. I would like to believe that it went like this. Like Dr. David Brill called Dan Gosar, and Dan Gosar said, "Okay, hold on. Let me conference in five other <laughs> Let me get all the other Gosars." Valerie, I just got the strangest call. You're not gonna believe it, but I got a bring, bring. No fucking way. No fucking way. Is it popping off again? For real? Hey, it's Valerie Gosar. My brother's a dipshit. Let's go. <laughs> Let's melt this fool. <laughs> Let's melt my brother. <laughs> it's oh, just unfat. The other option is. The other option is maybe just like maybe Wilder is like. Bring, 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 bring. Uh, this is Vicky Gosar's office. Uh, hey, it's Dr. David Brill. We all know your brother sucks shit, but does he suck bad enough where you'd get on TV and tell him to get fucked? Oh, definitely. <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. Definitely and actually, it's weird that you call right now. I'm having lunch with five of my brothers and sisters. <laughs> we all hate this idiot. It's actually our monthly meeting of the ones of us that hate every, all Gosar, our brother. Every win- Every Wednesday, we go to Applebee's, and we get their $2 cocktails and the little uh, pudding shooters that they have there at the end, and we talk about how big a shithead our brother is and how bad we hate him and want to talk about it on video. It's a shame uh, mom and dad are out of town right now, and they fucking hate him. Oh, they're going to be so sad they missed this opportunity. I wish grandma hadn't passed away, because her dying words were, fuck Paul Gosar, I hate that idiot. Oh my God. I promise you, Justin, I will specifically never do this thing to you. Now, that's not to say... That if okay. you end up being a real fucko, that I won't like do a web series about it or something. But I will not do a campaign ad in which it is only revealed at the end that I am your brother. But I've been talking shit about you the whole time. I will not do that to you. Unless. 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 Travis and I get a call from Dr. David Brilla. I'm just saying it's not outside the realm of possibilities. He I is, hear he's he very convincing. Actually, when he made the call, these six siblings loved their brother. And yeah. by the end of the call, they were like, yeah, you know what? You're right, Dr. David Brill. Fuck my brother. Vote David Brill, I guess, just because he did the raddest thing. And the raddest thing we, I've ever seen. That's how we uh, decide this, is the, the, the raddest melting. Uh, uh, folks, this is an advice show by brothers... But for everyone, if I may be so bold. And uh, what we do on My Brother, My Brother, Me, we've been doing the dang thing since 2010. Uh, You know, UID always talks about their history, and I feel like we don't brag enough about how long we've been in the game. But this is because there's so many people who have been at it longer than us. Like, if we were the first, or even in the top, like, thousand, I I think that we could could roll on that. This is the 426th time we've done this, and I think that that's worth something, anything. Okay. If you... Uh, like the show, this is the time. Share it with a friend. Please, we really appreciate it. Anyway, wanted to say thank you to you. We don't say that enough up front. Thank you to you. But what do we need from you? Your questions. And then we try to answer them. M-B-M-B-A-M at MaximumFun.org. And let's get into the first one. Right now, it goes a little something like this. Dear brothers, I am currently in a long-distance relationship, and my boyfriend recently started watching Game of Thrones. Congratulations. Congratulations. We're also very proud. Since I am not there to watch it with him, I frequently ask how far he's come along. Brothers, I recently discovered that this man started with season four and then watched season six, one, three, two, five, and seven. What? In that order. Now, he is showing the show to his brother, but instead of even this convoluted mess, he is showing the show to his brother by character storyline. What? I'm talking all of Ned Stark scenes, followed by all of Rob Stark scenes, and what? so on. That Oh, and not all the characters. He cuts out the ones he doesn't feel are important, like Joffrey. My question is this. How can I get my boyfriend to stop living in chaos and watch the shows in the order they were intended? And that's from sincerely watching as God intended in Washington, D.C. This is unfathomable. This is unbelievable. Here's the thing. Okay, yes, the watching the seasons all out of order just seems unnecessarily chaotic. 
but the the scene thing seems like so yeah. much work. It seems like a lot of work. It seems like it, that he probably read something on like Reddit or something like that that was like this is the true way to experience it. This reminds me, um, our former boss at Polygon, Chris Grant, close friend, trusted advisor, eats his dinner one meal component at a time. Whenever you go out to dinner with him, if he has peas and mashed potatoes and a chicken on his plate, he will eat all the peas before moving on to the next thing. The idea of doing this with any sort of entertainment property, doing this with like the start, this is how I watch the Star Wars movies. It's the only correct way. You start with Anakin, keep going. Oops, Luke's in this one. He's in this scene, but don't look at Luke. Don't look at Luke. It's fucking, un- it's unbelievable. Do you rewatch it with the other character's perspective at that point where it's like, now we're going to watch the scene again because it does have both Rob and Ned in it. But imagine from Rob's perspective now, you have so much more insight. <laughs> now sit it. in that chair and look at it from this direction because that's the way Rob's looking. Don't you know who died? Don't you know who died in the big fire? If you start with season four, you know who died in the big fight on the lake. And I don't even understand. You know who won the big duel in the sky castle? Like, why? Do you know what I mean? You know who died? You know who kicked who down a big space hole? It doesn't make any sense. How do we tell this? We need to do advice. This is obviously a wild anecdote. What can we do to like assert ourselves into the situation. The problem I have found, we had this issue when Sydney and I got uh, first got together. We'd be in her apartment and she'd be like, hey, this TV show is coming on. And I was like, well, I've never seen the show before. And she's like, well, do you just want to watch it? And then I would have to leave. And it would be a couple of weeks before we'd speak to each other again. And then eventually we would patch things up. But this was a this is a persistent problem. The problem that you get into is, Anytime you try to enforce rules onto some, or like even your opinions onto something that's trivial, you come off sounding petty. Like it seems like a petty thing to to argue about with somebody about how they're watching Game of Thrones, even though it's obviously the biggest possible deal. Yeah, this person is the Joker. They've yeah. made up their mind. Yes, they know what they're doing. Here's what you can do, though, and it's a little sneaky and technically a lie, which is a sin, which you're going to have to ask for forgiveness, but you take the season one discs, put them in the season four box, the two uh-huh. discs into the six box, the three into the one, the four into the three, the five into the two, the six into the five, and the seven can stay put. At least they're watching the seventh season correct. At least by the time they arrive at seven... All the pieces are together, and not in any kind of order. They've jammed, like, you know, a nubbin of the puzzle piece straight into the flat side of the puzzle piece. But at least by the time they get to seven, they know what they're doing, unless you do a little switcheroony. Who's the friend that, like, oh, no, sorry, brother, that your boyfriend is watching this, and the brother's like, I'm okay with this system, too. Hi, my my name is Ted Gosar, and my brother showed me Game of Thrones out of order, and you should vote for his opponent (laughs) in this next election. Anyone else. Anyone else vote for literally anybody else than my monster brother? Uh, I got a Yahoo here. It was sent in by like everybody ever. Thank you. Uh, it's from an anonymous Yahoo Answers user. I'm going to call them Football. Football asks, why do people keep giving their children names that are already in use? Millions of people have the name John. We do not need anyone else named John. Oh. Hmm. So... Huh. So what this person's suggesting is kind of like MMORPG rules, where it's like, sorry, there's already a a John Plymouth. Sorry. Now there's you can a- be John underscore underscore 420. <laughs> <laughs> That's still available. You can be underscore XX underscore Yankees with a Z, Killa with an A, underscore, underscore, XX, 1999. Oh, no, sorry, that just got taken. Oh, that That's one got taken, too. Shit, by family in, in New, well, New York, of course. Um, shit, man. Wow, I didn't even think about that, Trav. I was thinking, like, we'd have to get sort of unusual with our sort of names, like, you know, John. Okay, that one's new. Um, but what you seem to, seem to be suggesting is IRL gamer tags. Yeah, uh, like John one? No, John one's taken. Uh, okay, can we suggest John and it's three J's <laughs> and the zero for the H? John is still available. Like, okay, what do you think, honey? Well, my father's name was John. Yeah, John, like Martian Manhunter. Um, I had a moment. This reminded me of a moment where I had to sign up for the Screen Actors Guild this week so we could be in the Trolls movie. And 
there is a space in there for your legal name and a space for your professional name. And I didn't really understand the differentiation. Uh, but because if you're in the in SAG, it, only one member per name, please. Like you can't have the same member. So that's why a lot of times you'll see people throw in like initials or like uh, it's, I think it's why Michael Keaton changed his name, which was originally Michael Douglas, I believe. And there was already Michael Douglas in Screen Actors Guild, so he had to change it. Um, and they called me on the phone and they said, you have some inconsistencies here. Um, there are some times where for your professional name, you've written Justin Tyler McElroy. And I did have a, definitely had a moment where I was like, if I'm going to reinvent myself as a three name man, this is the moment to do it where I'll have to be listed in everything as, and Justin Tyler McElroy, uh, not unlike Jonathan Taylor Thomas, if you will, uh-huh. something yes. like that. But I, 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 can you imagine, can can you imagine Home Improvement starring John Thomas? Can you imagine? <laughs> oh, no. Can you imagine Man of the House starring John, John Thomas? Thomas? I'll be home for Christmas with Hollywood heartthrob John Thomas. Do you think? Do you think? Do you think Zachary Ty Bryant initially planned to put Ty in there, <laughs> or do you think he was like he heard Jonathan Taylor Thomas is like I want to use my middle name? What is it? Ty. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't really think like, through it. There's actually already a Zachary Tyler Bryant. So, how do you uh, feel about Zachy Zachy B? No, we're not. We don't want Zachy B. Why are there so many fucking Johns? Yeah, but why are there so many Johns? We get it, everybody. I think it's because every time a kid is born, the parent looks at it and goes, "You'll be the best, John." Yeah. Up till now, the Johns have only been a prelude to you, John Almighty. You, the ultimate John. Maybe we'll finally get it right with this John. This John. We pin our hopes on you, John of the future. Not like John Wilkes Booth. What a (laughs) shitty John. (laughs) That John ruined everything. A few days ago, I was at a stoplight, and I noticed the car in front of me had a bumper sticker that said, Honk if you love Girl Scout cookies. I love me some gold thin mints, so of course I honked. Yeah. The lady driving the car then proceeded to roll down her window, flip me off, and yell, fuck you, (laughs) towards me. Mm -hmm. She had that bumper sticker, so I don't know why she got so upset that I honked. Was I in the wrong? (laughs) That's from Mandy in Ann Arbor. Obviously, Mandy, obviously, that lady had that bumper sticker because she hates Girl Scout cookies, and she yeah. wants to know who likes them, yeah. so she can flip them off and tell them, fuck you. I mean, there's an accident at the cookie factory, and a big thin mint fell on her husband. Uh-huh. And now she's been widowed by Girl Scout cookies, and so to know who the who the enemies are... Landed on her husband, Thin Ben. Now. <laughs> now, now he's Thin Ben. He's like Flat Stanley. <laughs> but now he's Thin Ben. Uh, no, he died, guys. That's not a funny joke. <laughs> but he died. He's very thin. Do you get it? Because he got squished. So now he's thin. Like Flat Stanley. Did Flat Stanley die? Flat Stanley did uh, die. Yeah. Oh, no. Eventually. <laughs> Time still came for him, even though he was a very flat boy. Time still remembered how to find Flat Stanley. He could mail himself all over the world, but Time would still find him uh, and claim him. I don't know. I, she just forgot she had the bumper sticker. I guess she hadn't even. Yeah, really no, about that it. can't be it, Justin. You would. What would you shout at this lady? But cookies. Oh right. Oh right. Sorry. That fucking bumper. God, this happens every day. Shit. Oh, this is my brother's car. Yeah. I don't like. I'm. I can't do gluten. But Doug loves gluten. Can't get enough of this stuff. <laughs> Maybe she was reacting to your kill all old ladies bumper sticker. <laughs> That, that you, you put ha- on the front of your car. <laughs> that you put on the front and back and sides of your car. Maybe that was the one where you have a uh, 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 the bumper sticker that says "Stab all old ladies <laughs> with their own knitting needles because they yeah. deserve it." And maybe maybe that's she what was reacting to. Maybe she was frustrated that you didn't see the bumper sticker right next to the Girl Scout one that says "Honk if you know that I'm afraid of car horns." <laughs> <laughs> Which I I. I that one's there as like a public service, as a warning. And then you have to weigh, like, oh man, I do Ooh. love me some dosy dose, but I do not want to freak this person. They are driving a car right now. Do you guys even <clears throat> I am I am really, really not the type to ever sort of answer 
one of these, uh, you know, signs for a signed answer at Little Caesars, uh, honk if you love a $5 hot and ready, honk, honk, honk. I would not honk at that, even though I do enjoy a $5 hot and ready pizza from time to time. Uh-huh. I don't I, I don't feel, um, that's not what the horn is for. And we've talked a lot about the horns, famously. Uh, but I don't use mine for any purpose, even, even like voting like this. You know what I mean? So it is you part of it is kind of on you. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I always wonder what people are getting out of that. Like, if I honk for Thin Mints, what does that mean for you? I honk at labor unions when they're striking. I'll honk at that, because I love that kind of stuff. See that supportive. Though I did always wonder, with people like that, if they're getting a lot of support, do you think there's a moment like Midday Thue where they kind of regret, like, I wish I put on my sign, like, wave peacefully. Wave in a mm-hmm. calm, quiet manner if you support my cause, because like I'm tired of getting honked at. It's frankly extremely it's very loud, loud and upsetting. Um, did you do? Oh, did you maybe have a bumper sticker on your car that says "Flip me off and you'll fuck you" if you support labor unions? Oh, that was probably it. <laughs> so we could be like bumper sticker that says "What what what do you like on your pizza?" And I could say like "Honk for just plain cheese, please." Uh-huh. <laughs> Turn on your windshield wipers if you like a little uh, pineapple on there. Uh, turn your radio up real loud if you do, if you don't want sausage. Hey, and flash well, the brights if there's a murderer in my backseat. Why? Why? I was doing a fun pizza ordering thing, and you turn it into something scary. Happy Halloween. Do you think the person... Okay, so there was a day when cars were invented, and Henry T. Ford probably, or something, and, and everybody was driving them and getting buck wild in there, and I bet there was like a lot of wrecks and and stuff at the beginning. I know a lot of people were getting drilled for probably bad, rocking. probably bad. They're basically big rocking chairs with uh, silly big wheels on them. Yeah, it was wild. I think that whoever was in charge of automobile safety back then, do you think that on the day someone invented bumper stickers, that person who was in charge of automobile safety was kind of like, well, I wish you hadn't. Because <laughs> are you fucking crazy? What like, are you doing? It's kind of like you should watch. You don't need reading material. You're operating a motor vehicle. Like, maybe it's just, like, the bumper sticker should say, please address the road. We're sharing yeah. it together. Please yeah. just be a little safer. <laughs> my my road's down here. And then the arrow pointing down. <laughs> you know? I just feel like it's it shouldn't be allowed. I feel like it shouldn't be legal. Okay, what about... Okay, then, let me hit you with this. Audio bumper stickers. Okay. Ooh. Hands-free, eyes-free bumper stickers. And it's going to be loud to get through those thick windows that these cars have these days to protect you from uh, rain and bugs. They're Bluetooth. They're Bluetooth. They're Bluetooth. Oh, okay. So it jacks into jacks your... your Bluetooth and you drive past the car and it's like, coexist, coexist, coexist. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure we have exactly reached the same point that we did at one point talking about horns, yeah. which is just like you could like CB radio to each other and be like, hey, uh, fuck you. And like... I listen. I think maybe we just need our cars to be able to talk to each other, like yeah. in the film Cars. Yeah, that's what we want. All the cars to be in conversation, applying against us. No, thank you. I'd rather they didn't. That's you don't know me. that they'd plot against. I'd right? I think my wouldn't. car and I get along fine. No, I'm saying that. Yeah, but they get peer pressured into it. Oh, that's probably <laughs> you know how true. cars are. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's my favorite scene in Cars where Mater gets forced to try <laughs> weed <laughs> and all the cool cars. <laughs> Oh, whatever. <laughs> I'm not going to watch Cars just to see that. <laughs> so <laughs> It makes it worth it, yeah, Justin. That sounds fucking really funny, but I was thinking about I should watch Cars, and I'm like, I'm not going to do it. Not just to see you can find just a, a super cut of that scene if you want on YouTube. Just sm- search Cars Smoking Weed Mater Larry the Cable Guy Tries Weed for First Time, and you'll find it. And well, make sure to search long after that. Has Larry the Cable Guy ever done ASMR? I need to Google it. Hold on. Uh, I really, yeah. I never liked the Let's Google This segment, but uh, I, for this, I am curious. Oh, uh, here it is. I'm, let me, hold on. Let me patch it in. Hand me the ox cable juice. All right. Click, click. Hey, hey there, everybody. It's me, Larry, the, ca- the cable man. And I wanted to say, Lord, I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> Get her done. This is what it sounds like when I'm doing my good comedy at the haircut place. Snip, 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 snip. Lord, I apologize. <laughs> Get her done. <laughs> <laughs>
this is nothing. <laughs> You're pretty sure? I thought it was something somewhere in there. But I think that we'll, it will be looked back on kindly. Um, and we'll look back on it as we journey to the money zone. Let's go. I need to zip some recruits, and I need to recruit some zips. And if you're like me, you need to go to ZipRecruiter. Job sites that overwhelm you with tons of long resumes, that doesn't help. That's not zip recruiting. But there is a zippier way to recruit, and that's at ZipRecruiter.com slash mybrother. ZipRecruiter's powerful matching technology finds the right people for you and actively invites them to apply. It's no wonder that ZipRecruiter is rated number one by employers in the U.S. So right now, our listeners can try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash mybrother. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash mybrother. Juicer, you want to do Squarespace? You want me to do it, bud? Uh, but I'd love to. Here's a quick word from Squarespace. What is it? <laughs> Squarespace or the quick word? No, it's both. It's Squarespace. It's a website, but it's... Okay, this one's tough. Think about it for a second. It's a website uh-huh. where you make other websites. Excuse Whoa. me? Whoa. Yeah. You can uh, make a beautiful one. Not the, Damn, Squarespace. that's fucking crazy, though. <laughs> can you imagine crazy. like a sandwich that makes other sandwiches? Or There's You know, no I just watched ones. Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs. This is like that machine that makes uh, water into food, but for real. And you need to be careful with that Squarespace because it almost ended bad for them. It's a good fucking flick, though. Eh? Great fucking it's real flick. good. I like the zine where they convinced the little monkey to smoke weed through peer pressure. How cool, yes, how cool to be if that was, that, if that shit was real, though. If you could have, like, a burger party that was imagine? so big, like, at, a, at the park, you're just playing around, and then there's a huge burger. How fucking tight would that be? Do you ever imagine a boardroom of tuxedoed executives listening to our advertisements for their company? Like, uh, this is what we spent how much money on? For the... Squarespace, you knew what you were paying for, or maybe you didn't, but you'll someone will tell you about it. But what if your principal was being a real ding dong, and then a huge flapjack came and squished him? Yes, it's, yes. It happens. Squarespace, this happens when you buy in bulk. You know, you're not going to get not every podcast you choose is going to be a winner. No, they used to be good, but this ad's gone spoiled. Unlike picture, the just like the food, the big food that falls down in. See, uh, I in pictured. Potty. I pictured the executives sitting around the boardroom listening like, we've done it again, and enjoying their big bags of money. Enjoy, Please go enjoy Squarespace. They're not going to like this ad, but if a lot of people go and uh, buy works. the product because of it, maybe when you go, when you go, so you can go get the website uh, technology that's awesome, <laughs> free and secure hosting is so tight. You, If you head to squarespace.com slash mybrother, you get a free trial when you're ready to launch. You use the offer code mybrother and you'll save 10% off the first purchase of a website or domain. It's squarespace.com slash mybrother, enter code mybrother. That's awesome because it'll let them know that like you did it because of us. But if you can somehow make your website about how this specific cloudy with a chance of meatballs sort of centered ad is the one mm-hmm. that got you there. It's going to open a lot Ooh, of doors for us. A in website the about one of the best ads anybody's ever made. You can just call it bigburgerparty.com. Burger and party. Just have the part of us talk about the big burger falling into the park, or you can call or it. Or the like, flapjack, the flapjack yeah, crushing flap, the flapjacksquoosh.com. Got to stop the show to see if burgerparty.com is available. Sorry, mm-hmm. kids. Keep podcasting around me. Uh, sure. Here's a uh, Jumbotron. This one's for Will, and it's from Cat, Nick, and Bug, who say, Happy birthday to our favorite rebel just for kicks. We couldn't think of a better way to celebrate it than sending you this message from the host of our favorite podcast. So here's your sweet, sweet POTG podcast. Regardless of when you hear this, we hope you're having a good day and getting plenty of protein. Love you always. Podcast is, of is the... That, is that play of the game? Play the game? Maybe. Podcast of the Griffin. Podcast but. of the Griffin is a fun one. Juice just it's, checking out on Burger Party? Uh, Burger Party is a miss. BigBurgerParty.com is ours. Yeah. It's way better. It's way better. So Big you know Burger a good way of getting plenty remember. of... Well, you know a good way to get lots of protein. Come and eat this Big Burger, bud. Big per- BigBurgerParty.com. Oh, shit. What about BigBurger.Party? Nah, bud. 
Nah, bud. Nah, bud. I don't believe in sites that aren't dot coms. Oh, okay. I feel like those are going to be the first ones that get shut down. Damn, burger.party is already taken. Fuck this ah, website. Shit. Somebody please read this next jumbo, Sean. Internet's okay, this- over, y'all. Let me read it. Okay. I got it. Okay. Uh, this is a message for uh, Jamie from Ariel. It says, to my BFF, how's your stomach today? I'm oh. nervous about making these few words worth it. I hope I don't waste them talking about being nervous. That would be stupid. Thank you for being a queen. Thank you for never letting me watch The Fault in Our Stars twice in one day again. Thank you for my intro to Babim Bam. Happy birthday. I really like that. How's your stomach today? Because mm-hmm. that is such a, it's a, it's an applicable question every day. Day to day, I would give you a different answer to that question. And I got to tell you, y'all, I don't know if you ever tried watching Fault in Our Stars a few times in a row. You pick up on a lot of shit the second oh, yeah? or third time. Yeah, like that's, I watched it and then I watched it a second time, um, but in like half speed. Mm-hmm. And you see a lot of stuff that the director didn't like really make so obvious the first time around. And I started to think that maybe the fault actually was the stars. Oh. Yeah, so there's like a whole like sort of secret under thread there where you're like, is it the stars? But then you watch it the third time and I'm pretty convinced it's not up there. Is that the one with Nicolas Cage and the map on the back of the the declaration or something? Is that that one? That's the fault in our map. Oh, right, 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 right. Ah, somebody got lemon juice on this map. Fuck. Ah, dang on it. Ah, fuck. The way it's stained, it kind of looks like a map. You've ruined it, Doug. Ah, shit. Oh. Someone drew a triangle with an eyeball inside it on the Constitution. <laughs> dang it. You ruined another good one. We don't have a lot of paper because it's back in old times, so we're going to keep using it, but don't do it again. Don't doodle shit on the Constitution there, Jeffrey. Fuck. I'm going to show you something. (laughs) Something very instructive. Let me see your dollar bill, Nicolas Cage. Oh, okay. Ah, Watch this and understand the truth behind it all. And then he sets it on fire. (laughs) Nicolas Cage is like, I wish you wouldn't. Uh, do that. That was my dollar bill. Nick, Nicholas, uh, Nicholas, I have a thing to show you. It will unveil the secrets of America. It's the Lando Lakes butter box. If you cut the knees out and you move them up here. Nicholas, are you looking? Nicholas, Nicholas, Nicholas look at the Lando Lakes butter box. Nicholas. If you cut the knees out and you move them up here, it makes them look like yabos. <laughs> now, Nicholas, Nicholas, now multiply that by eight. Now turn it upside down. It's no. boobs. Nicholas, it's in the corner of the bill. It looks like a tiny spider. It's not on all of them. Ah. That spider? Abraham Lincoln. Think about this. Every dollar bill Caesar Augustus used to inhale blow. That's something I read on Snopes. Yes. I've run out of things, but I'm so lonely, and I'm just glad you keep stopping Wait, by. come back. What is it? No, I thought of another one. <laughs> Listen to this. When uh, Gene Wilder uh, opened the costume jacket that he was to wear uh, in his role as Willy Wonka, uh-huh, go on, are you getting to a point soon? Yes, I promise. When he opened the costume jacket inside, there was a name tag rating, Frank L. Baum. Who's that? Um, it was the Nicholas. <laughs> Do you really not? No, I, I, <laughs> Frank L. Nicholas. I'm surprised. It's um, no. Wait, did I say? Yeah, god damn it! I've conflated Charlie and the Chocolate Factory and Wizard of Oz. God damn it! Okay, I'm really gonna go this time. <laughs> what just? Ha- what was the last minute and a half of this podcast? <laughs> What the fuck were you trying to achieve, Juicer? <laughs> okay, so let me take you inside. Do we have time? Oh, boy. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think we've got another 15 minutes for I you to explain ca- the last 30 seconds. I had a care. Just the last part. We were all having fun before that, right? Yeah, and we were doing good. the guy. Yeah. yeah. Okay, this is the guy. Okay, so. And he was like showing off like fun like childhood sort of like childhood. life hacks like the Land okay. Lakes butter box and the yeah. spider right. and the and dog. It was fun. So, uh-huh. guy who played the wizard in Wizard of Oz, okay, he gets his um, jacket for his costume, and inside the costume for the wizard, the wizard, the actor playing the wizard, inside there, the jacket has a name tag inside. Um, 
There's Frank Morgan. No Frank Morgan's jacket. Is, Inside it? No way this is in the show. <laughs> pop record panel, we have just 30 seconds to prove to Max Fun listeners that we know what the F we're talking about when it comes to pop culture. All right, you guys, let's go. Famous Chris's. Walk in. Christopherson. Hemsworth. Karen, what's the most iconic lesbian snack? The wings at Hooters. The answer is fried green tomatoes. Margaret, what is the Marvel Cinematic Universe missing? My interest. Winter, name someone who will EGOT in your lifetime. Ike Barinholtz. That's beautiful. Top gear or top model? Sadly, I have to say top gear. The clear answer is top chef. But top model taught us about smizing. Pop Rocket, smart takes on everything. Catch us every Friday on Maximum Fun. Hey, I have a Yahoo for everybody if you'll allow it. I'll allow it. Okay. Adrian Cowell sent this one in. Thank you, Adrian. It's an anonymous Yahoo Answers user. I'm going to call them uh, Ty asks, I bought a silver necklace to my friend as a gift. How do I tell her it's real silver without sounding like bragging? Uh, Nancy. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it's a good necklace, Nancy. Do you notice the way it catches the light, Nancy, in a special way? And the heft? Um, the, the heft of it, Nancy. It doesn't seem to have the sort of uh, atomic weight of iron or steel or uh, brushed copper or anything like that, Nancy. And how would you describe the color of the necklace? Ah, interesting. Do you think it's... Ooh, you said silver. Do you think it's maybe possible that that is actually what it's made up out of, Nancy? And then, and then you say, Nancy, look behind you. It's a werewolf. Please provide me your necklace. Oh, I like that. around. <laughs> It's like, oh, my eyes deceived me, Nancy, but it would have been interesting that I asked for your necklace in that instance. Hmm. One moment, Nancy, I have to call the silver necklace store. Ring, ring. <laughs> oh, you uh, have one less necklace than you did this morning. <laughs> I wonder where it ended up. A customer came in and purchased it. Who? Oh, who matches my exact physical description. Nancy, are you hearing this? Maybe you need a, you need a confederate, someone who's going to show up and say, like, I just need to borrow, does anyone have a real silver necklace? I just need it for two minutes to save this man's life. Oh, you need a third, okay. You need another confederate who's staging a heart attack and maybe a confederate pretending to be a doctor. So you're gonna need three confederates. Yeah, yeah. And then maybe like a crowd of confederates that are all like, he's really dying. So you're gonna need 26 people. You're gonna need a flash mob essentially, yeah. Yes. What if? You go to Nancy and you say, Nancy, I should have asked yesterday, do you have an allergy to silver? Oh, that's it. And then Nancy's like, uh, yes, I do. <gasps> and you're like, that shouldn't be a problem. Normally when people have those sorts of reactions, they're because nickel has been blended in. Hmm, interesting. Must be pure silver you've got there. <laughs> Oh, boy, someone must have really rolled out the proverbial red carpet for you. Oh, actually, I'm allergic to real silver, too. Nobody is, Nancy. That's ridiculous. It's hypoallergenic metals. Okay, well, then why is my neck burning? Oh, God. Oh, no, I've been swindled. (laughs) Now I've hoisted on my own petard. Now I am the real fool. (laughs) Uh, you could always, like, the day after you give the necklace, walk up and say, like, oh, Nancy, what a nice pure silver necklace you're wearing. Who got you that? Oh, I, oh, I, 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 forgot, I completely I forgot that. I'm the one who got you the necklace. This oh, is embarrassing. Sorry. I have memento. As you know, I have a bad case of memento. Boy, is my face red? Much like your neck. <laughs> also, sorry again about that. It's time to sing my favorite song from my favorite Christmas movie, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Here we go. Nancy's necklace and gold. Oh, that's weird that I sang it like that. Oh, golly. Hi-ho, Nancy's necklace. You know, <laughs> just a little goof. It's, it's real... silver, Nancy. I bought you an expensive necklace, Nancy. I need you to see it, Nancy. See me, Nancy. <laughs> see, see me here. As, see me as a man, Nancy. A man with means to buy you a pure silver <laughs> necklace, Nancy. I can the, provide for you. I, I am not the child you knew once, Nancy. <laughs> I, have I have been working double shifts at the Taco Bell to buy you a pure silver necklace, Nancy. I went away to one semester of college and I've grown, Nancy. Let me care for you as only I can. Nancy, I am but a man. A man who read the cliff notes of Zen and the art of motorcycle maintenance, and he stands now before you to say that necklace is silver. Uh, and my and my heart is gold. And my heart is gold. 
Um, here is another question. It goes a little something like this. This one maybe we don't need to talk about, but I do want to share it. I saw something strange while driving home from work earlier this week. Due to heavy traffic, I took a route I wouldn't normally take. And while driving through a neighborhood I'm not familiar with, I noticed a blue figure on someone's front lawn. As I got closer, I saw that it was a cutout of a Navi from the movie Avatar mm-hmm. holding a sign that read, Home of Smooth Daddy. Mm-hmm. Was that real? If so, who could have made it and why? I mean, probably Smooth Daddy. <laughs> smooth Daddy would be the only one using the Navi to <sighs> tout his own Smooth Daddy. Hey, guys. It, it might be Smooth Son, though. Smooth Son might have made it for a Smooth Daddy. Hey, yes, guys. Griffin? Yes, Griffin? I do not appreciate you giving out my personal home address on our show. <laughs> we went to the uh, the world of Avatar uh, in the animal kingdom of Walt Disney World, and it was fucking packed. Packed, absolutely packed. For a movie that came out fucking 18 years ago, and I'm sorry, the sequel will never be released, ever, ever, ever. Sorry, it will never be released. And the thing you can notice in the crowd is there are a handful of people who are like very excited to be in the world of the Navi here on Pandora, sharing in their culture and their ritual. Uh, very, very excited. Not like theme park excited, but like over the moon stoked to be in the land of Pandora. They were rock hard. They were rock hard. Rock hard. Rock hard. Yeah. There's a part of this question that I do not understand the context in which that question is being asked, which is you saw a sign like a Navi cutout holding a sign that said home of smooth daddy. And then you ask, was that real? Was it do real? Do you mean I certainly you don't mean like was that like a, a thing that exists in the world because you saw it. So do you mean was that actually the home of Smooth Daddy? <laughs> that is the only thing you could mean because you know it wasn't a real Navi and uh-huh. you know you really saw the thing. So the only question marks left here is is indeed that the home of Smooth Daddy. And I have to assume yes. It, it it either is the home of Smooth Daddy or that sign was placed there only moments before you saw it before okay. the person who lived there was able to remove it. All right. I just did Google to see if I could find a picture of this sign because if this exists in somebody's yard, there's no way that somebody hasn't like taken a pic of it yet. I didn't find it. I did find a Cafe Press sign that somebody you know designed themselves and put up on Cafe Press because they needed a copy of their own. And it's a sign, in, it's a white sign with big black font that reads, Never underestimate a smooth fox terrier daddy. Oh, okay. boy. This is somebody who uh, is, is perhaps the pr- proud um, uh, you know, parent of a smooth fox terrier. And... Um, they don't, people have been talking shit about what they can and can't do, I guess, for a while, like what their capabilities are. People have been uh, underestimating this daddy of a smooth fox terrier, and they want everybody to know, I do have this dog breed on hand at any time, so um, don't stop talking shit. There is a band called the Smooth Daddy Band, smoothdaddyband.com. Do you think that maybe this is the, like, if you're looking for rehearsals of the Smooth Daddy Band, this is the home where the, 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 we rehearse to practice our craft. I just hope that this theme continues then. And it's also like, this is the show of Smooth Daddy. This, this is, is the, the car of Smooth Daddy. This is the shirt of Smooth Daddy. <laughs> you can buy it for $25. <laughs> hey, uh, I, here's a, a quick Yahoo to, to you know, uh, get, us, get us home. Sent in by oh, Morgan. Daddy. Yeah, thank you. Is sent in by Morgan Davy. Keep it wavy, Morgan Davy. It's Yahoo Answers user. Sorry, something's gone wrong. Can I give it a quick refresh? See if the data will be injected into my rig. No, absolutely not. This was asked by Smooth Daddy, who asks, on the Tom Hanks movie Castaway, mm-hmm. what was in the box he never opened? Why didn't he open the stinking box? It ruined the whole movie for me. My husband claims it has something to do with the symbolism that he was a company man and trying to do what was right. Well, if he opened up the other stupid boxes, why bother to save that one? Tell me something that will make it all better. <laughs> Inside. Oh, tell me something make it better. Inside the box was Marcellus Wallace's soul. Okay. Okay. I mean, that one too. That one too sucks. Open it up. Oh, the gold light. Pretty cool, right? 
What was it though? Come on. Tell me something that makes it feel better. It hurts so bad not knowing. The bo- the box had angel wings on it. Uh-huh. That's what that's the only thing we know. And so maybe But that's oh. why he didn't open it. Because it's like what if there's an angel inside here or like oh, yeah. weird old wings or dusty angel robes? There's nothing angel related that's going to be helpful. Yeah, it's not going to be like, here's my angel brand coconut peeler. Sure. And honestly, I've let this thing stay closed for so long. That angel is definitely dead in that box. I did not poke holes in it or feed it the food that angels love to eat, which I guess is just <laughs> angel food cake. Um, so this angel's dead as hell, and I do not want to open this box because I'm going to see it and feel bad. And the stink, the stink, the rotting stink. The cherubic rotting stink of this little angel. I don't know why I didn't open the box right away. I thought... Maybe it might be cool to have one box that wasn't open, and then I put two and two together. There's definitely a dead old angel in here. I don't want that <laughs> on my conscience. So I'm going to deliver this. Hey, ma'am. Oh, uh, listen, I was so much sense. I, I was on an island for a long time. Here's a box. I'm gonna go. Why didn't you feed my angel? <laughs> what the hell, dude? <laughs> it's possible. Maybe he knew it was a bomb, Maybe. and he's not trying to fuck around with that. How? This is the one bomb. I know this. How? Maybe the box was empty. It's hmm. been a while since I've seen Castaway, so th- there's probably a concrete answer to this. But how do you? Th- how long do you think that Tom Hanks's character, whose name is Casey, uh, how long do you think that he stood there on the porch, like, huh, huh? What do you think? Did you oh, expecting a tip? Did you? Uh, <laughs> hello, <laughs> pretty good, right? <laughs> I bet you thought, uh, nope, but I did. I did do it. <laughs> Huh? But wait, don't congratulate me too hard because I did open all the other boxes. So. I opened all the other ones. I bet you didn't even see this coming. Can I tell you something? Uh, I was on an island. Okay, I was on an island. <laughs> I was on. Um, so, what do you think? Pretty cool, right? <laughs> yeah. Cool? Pretty cool. Anyway, what are you doing? Do you want to chill? Like, I haven't. I don't have any plans. I was on an island up until like yesterday. <laughs> Everyone I ever knew is dead. So, so like, if you wanted, <laughs> I'm free. If you just want to, like, I don't know, like play some Sonic. Do people still play Sonic? Yeah. Is there a new you... Sonic game? Because I've been on an island for Sonic. So, Sonic's so radical. <laughs> I was on an island. Hey, do you have a? Uh, do you have a clearly Canadian? I'm parched over here. <laughs> we can uh, drink some clearly Canadian and watch the Arsenio Hall show. Does that sound huh? good to you? A cool hang? Hey, did you ever meet my dad <laughs> or my children? <laughs> my grown. Ch- hey, I'm looking for my um, my grandchildren. I guess they they're probably adults by now. I've been mm-hmm. on this island for like forever, so I'm looking for my adult grandchildren and their <laughs> children. Because <laughs> everybody else I've ever noticed yeah. did. <laughs> yeah. And are you hiring? And maybe do you have a room I could live in? Because, like, yeah. I've lost my job and my mortgage for sure. I don't know sort of what future times are like. I only have two arms and two legs. I don't know sort of in your time, like, how what people have evolved to at this point. But I am kind of a throwback human with just the two arms and two legs. Hey, could you help me get a bank loan? Because I was definitely declared dead. And it's going to be really hard for me. No? Okay, that's fine. I did just deliver your box. You're welcome. Hoverbanks? (laughs) Can you take me to your cyber dentist? Because my teeth got really, really goofed up on the island. I I have human bone teeth. I don't know if you guys have metal teeth or what. (laughs) But I just have human bone teeth. Could you program me some food? Because I am real (laughs) Can I have a, f- a food pill or something? Because <laughs> Is there still water? I was worried about y'all using it all before I got back. <laughs> Do you have any water left? <laughs> we had water back at the island, but it tasted so yucky when you drank it. <laughs> I figured that's just the way all water was these days. <laughs> it, was yucky, it was like yucky flavor water. I hated it so much. Oh, God, my, my teeth stink so bad. What's in that box? Oh, it's toothbrush and toothpaste. Well, shit. Oh. That would have been cool. I'll wait while you open it. Oh, oh it's a change of socks. Papers. Fuck. Uh, that would have been nice. Listen, Robert Zemeckis, this is this is money in the bank. Make a $100 special edition castaway where you open up the box. There's a deleted scene where she opens up the box and she's like, mm, my hand cream finally got here. Thanks, 
Tom, and then Tom walks away. That could be the end of the movie. Make a special edition of Pulp Fiction where they reach in the briefcase and like, oh yeah, gold bars. Sweet. It's gold bars, everyone. What if what if you made it like uh, Castaway 2 and it was just a static shot, what? Static shot of the box and then at the very end she rips it open after waiting an hour and a half and you see her look inside, fade to black, and then you do Castaway 3 where okay. she dumps it into her hand and it's another sealed box. And then Castaway 4. Oh, fuck, this is good. Yeah, right? And the I have to be clear. These are all feature film. And then, like, maybe Tom Hanks, like, shows up in the bloopers of the credits. So you can, like, still list him as being in it. And he can win <laughs> another award or whatever. Hey, guys, it's me, Tom. Hope you enjoyed the movie. I know it's mostly a woman very slowly opening up a box. But that's art these days. Anyway, I'm going to show you some bloopers now. Hope you come back for Castaway 4. This time, uh, she is going to go to the kitchen. She's going to get the box cutter out. But it's going to take her an hour and a half to find replacement blades for it. So uh, it's going to be really exciting. Robert's got some big plans for this one. Anyway, here's some bloopers. Rip. Oh, I opened it too fast. Start over. <laughs> I I hope this bots open bots. <laughs> Fuck me. Uh, uh, we hope you've enjoyed yourself here, at my brother, my brother, and me farms. We know that we've enjoyed having you here at the ranch. Uh, we uh, always enjoy uh, your visits, and everyone feels more special than the last. I want to say thanks to the Maximum Fun Network for having us as a part of their extended podcasting family. We care about you deeply. I want to say briefly that uh, my wife and I wrote a book about medical history called Sawbones. The book, the Sawbones book. Shit. Oh, okay. Bit.ly forward slash the Sawbones book. Please pre-order it. It's really important. It's fantastic. And it's and Griffin read it. It's fantastic. Yeah, it sounds good. Good book. Uh, I also, real quick, so I've got a show coming up October 6th during New York Comic Con. It's in like two weeks. And... It's called Travis and Friends. It's uh, October 6th at 7.30. Listen to this lineup, folks. We've got Miles Luna, Lucky Yates, Jamie Cordero, Janet Varney, Ben Blacker, Gene Gray, Quelle Chris, Holly Conrad, Jonathan Colton, The Double Clicks, Brent Black, Samus the Rapper, Courtney Enlow, Pat Rothfuss, Paul and Storm, Amy Dallin, Clint McRoy, and me and Teresa. And we're all going to be doing stuff, playing music, making comedy, making friends, and it's going to be just a whale of a good time, and I would like you to come to it, and you can get tickets to it at bit.ly slash NYCC and come see a show that is absolutely overloaded with fun and cool and great people. I'm super excited about it, and I can't wait to see you there. bit.ly slash NYCC. I want to thank John Roderick and the Long Winters for the use of our theme song, It's a Departure, off the album Putting the Days to Bed. You can find that one at stores. And, oh. Uh, yeah. So thank you, John. Thank you, Long Winters. Uh, do you all want that final? Yeah, but. Indeed. Yes. Sure. This one was sent in by Daniel Barrero. Thank you, Daniel. It's Yahoo Answers user Andrew August who asks, Why does the the smell of laser tag get me horny? <laughs> My name is Justin McElroy. I'm Travis McElroy. I'm Griffin McElroy. This has been My Brother, My Brother, and Me. Kiss your dad square on the lips. Maximumfun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported. Podcasts. 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 <laughs> They're audio programs that tell smart stories in innovative ways using editing techniques like, like this. this. Like this. Like this. Yeah. But let's face it, all that smart stuff can be exhausting. That's where Stop Podcasting Yourself comes in. It's so stupid. It's just two stupid dinguses being dumb idiot jerks for 90 minutes. Stop Podcasting Yourself. The stupid show that smart people love. Find it on iTunes or MaximumFun.org.